Welcome to What's the Trend, Yana's podcast show. On the show, we talk about the latest trends today and present opportunities so you can take action. With daily episodes, all you need to do is tune in and give it a five-star rating. We talk about the fundamentals of branding to build your brand and crush your business. We talk about business from a completely different side. Also about human behavior and provide viable skills and mindset hacks. Every single week, we want to bring you real inspiring business practitioners on the show. My name is Nicholas Polito, who came from a small town in Germany to the United States. One year ago, I left everything behind to explore my potential and make an impact. Moved to Chicago, started with nothing, and now in the process of building a branding agency. As a brand designer with passion for design and businesses, I help businesses to build their brand. We, as a team, provide y'all and solution for branding and a solid action plan. For more information, check out our website. Thanks for tuning in. The episode starts now. Hey, everybody, what's going on? Another episode on the podcast, episode 045, guys. And today is another interview round with one of the greatest, uh, I, in my opinion, health coaches I know personally. And I say that because I don't know a lot of health coaches. And when it comes to health, I personally, I in, in the past and actually always, I always said like, yeah, dude, um, I'm 21, uh, I, 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 I'm good, never went to the hospital my entire life, other than when my mom went maybe two times and um, just visited her, gave a bunch of roses, and that's pretty much it. I never went to the hospital, never never got sick or any of that stuff. So I was like, hey, man, I'm good, I'm I, I'm. Well, I could say some stupid shit right now, but I'm not going to do that. Uh, well, what the hell? I, I could say, yeah, I thought I, I was Jesus or something like that. But but yeah, no, no, no offense, guys. I, I'm just making a joke here. But the bottom line is, I was the least person in the room. You would ask about health advice because I, I always would say, ah, don't worry about it, man. You'll be fine. Um, there were other important things to do. And the other people would always say, like, health comes always first. Like, the people go to the gym. And uh, they would work out and they would pump them up and stuff and, and uh, get themselves going and give them high fives. And I looked at him like, man, you're nuts. I just didn't do anything. But but also I couldn't afford it and all this other stuff. And I had uh, some, some couple of enemies and it was a very bad place to be for me at the time. But no excuse at all. I mean, there are ways and options. And uh, until recently where I got really, really excessively into podcasting into a lot of other stuff with business and all this other stuff where I lost my voice I, I felt shitty and uh, matter of fact I was in Germany for two weeks and uh, then I got better I obviously helped I got more medicine and stuff like that but I really overdid it I didn't take care of my health I said I came and who gives a shit um, and that's why I said maybe I should get some information on that. And then I discovered Ashley on her Facebook page. And uh, so one thing and another. So I invited her on the show. She go throw some valuable gold nuggets here. Okay, guys. And if she was able to convince me to kind of think about that, I suggest you listen to her because she throws some, value, some valuable things out there. And uh, I, would, I would take some notes, seriously. So anyways... Talk too long, but I just wanted to know know you guys. This is a longer episode, but it's definitely important to understand the value and uh, the system and the way it works. But I'm not the expert. Let's give it over to uh, give it up for uh, Ashley. And yeah, let's get right into it. So and again, 
subscribe to the podcast. Let's get right into it, guys. So, Ashley, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, Ashley, it's definitely great to have you on the show. But my first question is, and I think a lot of people are not aware of that, I'm probably not, um, but what does a health coach essentially do on a daily basis? What do you do in your business? So what I do in my business is a little bit different from what other health coaches do in, in their businesses. Um, the fundamental basis of what a health coach does is uh, usually educates their client um, on nutrition practices, um, fitness regimens, and self-care techniques. Um, and the self-care techniques can vast, range vastly um, from anything from uh, just skin care and hair care and body care. Um, it also can include some mindfulness techniques um, that, that ranges between uh, health coach to health coach on what they feel like their modalities that they're most well-versed in um, can, that they can offer to their clients. But definitely always a heavy emphasis on balanced eating habits and having an uh, active lifestyle. Ah, that's interesting. So, so Ashley, let me ask you this question. How important do you think is, is the food, the, the eating balance, as you say, in order to have a great life, essentially? I think that uh, the food that we put in our bodies is the number one uh, action that we can take in supporting our health. Um, and I don't just mean that from a weight loss standpoint, because I know that a lot of individuals um, are concerned with, uh, you know, their physique and the way that they look. But at, at the end of the day, it's also about how we feel. And it's also about disease prevention. And every time that we put something in our mouths, we're either fighting disease or we're feeding disease. So it's, it's really important that we're cognizant, aware of uh, the foods that we're consuming and, and who they're prepared by and where they're being sourced from. Oh, that's interesting. So, so um, I'm actually from Europe and uh, I moved here from, from Germany actually. And um, what I realized when I got here um, is that the eating lifestyle, the food lifestyle, whatever you may call it, is a little bit different, and therefore, like there are two, diff there are a lot of different extremes here in the United States, where some people are like, "I'm ah, man, absolutely pro fitness." Um, they watch what they eat, they exercise, and there's a other group, and I think that's the mo majority, or I don't know, but it, it exists. They, they say, "I don't give a, I don't care, I don't care about that stuff," and they they just do nothing about that. So, how important you think it is, and why do people think it's not that important? And um, I mean, I'm sure you had clients where they thought initially, like, hey, man, uh, I don't know about that. And then they realized, man, it is important. Yeah, that's actually a great question. Um, one thing that I do have to say, considering the fact that you are from Europe, um, you know, the, the food supply in the United States is vastly different from the food supply in every other part of the world. And the reason for that is because in the U.S., we like to do everything cheap fast and easy. And that's because in the U.S. it's a land of opportunity and we're all about earning income here. I think everybody comes here to try to improve their quality of life. And then sometimes the uh, caveat of doing that is uh, weakening um, or compromising their quality of existence in the process, um, specifically when it comes to the food supply. So um, I think that a lot of people are now finally becoming 
aware of uh, GMOs, which are genetically modified foods and pesticides. Um, these are ways that we've been able to cheaply reproduce our foods so that we can, so that um, food manufacturers can make a high profit margin. And in the process, uh, we get very sick because these are not naturally organically sourced foods. And in the process, when we consume these foods, we have compromised health because they're not as nutrient abundant. Um, in the European Union, over 30 countries have banned GMOs and some of these products, these um, manufacturing processes that are still very prevalent and rampant here in the U.S. I think to answer your question um, specifically about why people don't prioritize their their health, um, specifically when it comes to eating, I think that's a two-part answer. I think that part of the reason is because we're not educated here. I think that a lot of times Americans are deliberately misinformed or ill-informed about um, all types of things, but in the realm that I'm proficient in, which is food, because if they know less, they'll consume more. And this is a consumer-based society. Um, and in order for uh, food manufacturers and subsequently um, the big pharma to make money off of us being sick, um, they don't want us to know what's being put in our bodies. So you don't see nutrition being taught in schools. Um, you don't see... Yeah. Um, and, and I feel like in a lot of other cultures, nutrition is actually taught um, generation to generation. I, th I think that people take more pride in what they're, what, how they're feeding themselves. But here it's just like the, the nuclear family where, you know, the dad used to go to work and the mom used to stay at home and prepare a nice meal and the kids would come home for school and there would be a nice family meal. But those days are long gone. You know, mom and dad are working now. The kid, and because of that, the kids have to be in, in sports or, you know, other activities to, to um, distract them after school. So it, it's not that every, anyone is ever coming together anymore to really share that um, unified uh, experience of having a, a nutritious meal. So I think that that's, that's definitely one part of it is that there's lack of information that's being provided. And there's so much mis misinformation and uh, a convoluted um opposing beliefs uh when it comes to food and what some people think that gmos are okay some people think that they're not okay you know that some people think that fat is bad for you some people think that sugar is fine for you there's just again so much misinformation but what i really do believe is uh an underlying bigger concern is that people all over the world, not just in the United States, they don't understand their own self-worth. And that's really where the self-care practice of what I educate on comes into play because um, most of us have faced trauma in our lives and in, in our conditioning of growing up and, and being socialized, um, that trauma is constantly downplayed, like as if it doesn't matter that we were exposed to something that really negatively impacted us. And what happens is when we're exp uh, exposed to trauma, we get stuck in a holding pattern, in a behavioral pattern that makes us cope with that trauma in a not so healthy way. And we can see that, um, you know, drug use and mental illness and emotional eating are at an all time high right now.
And it's because we have taken to, and, and even materialism, you know, how we, our society is such, an, like I said before, an obsession with consumerism, where it's like, oh, well, as long as you look beautiful and get all these surgeries and, you know, buy all these fancy cars and clothes and, um, or alternatively, if you gorge yourself, if you binge eat, you're, you're stuffing down those emotions that you never really dealt with. Our society is always like, keep it moving. We don't have time to feel or act on anything right now. It's just stuff it down um, with whatever's going to make you feel better, whether it's drug or sometimes it's sex or food or whatever it is. And those root issues are never really coped with. So people not being informed about food coupled with people not ever, you know, healing through their traumatic experiences is kind of, you know, a, a recipe for disaster. Wow, that's quite a lot, actually. So, yeah, I, I definitely would like to go more deeper on that point. Like, wh why why do people not care about that kind of stuff? But how to eat better food, essentially, and take care of themselves a little bit better? Because it's either people don't know uh, how or they don't care. So why do people not care? That's That's one of my questions here. Right. So it goes back to a little bit of what I was just talking about with the trauma. It's they don't see their own self-worth. They, they, a lot of times when our, in, in our youth, when someone takes our power, you know, the, the trauma can be anything from a car accident to childbirth, to being abused by a parent or a loved one. And when that's never dealt with, when that trauma is never coped with, then that person feels like they have less value to offer others. They feel like they have less worth. So they say, well, I don't feel like going to the gym because I don't feel like taking care of myself. I don't feel like eating vegetables or drinking water or getting good sleep because I don't feel like my body deserves to be treated like that because someone else hurt me. Because someone else abused me, because someone else neglected me or allow, uh, allowed me to be exposed to some kind of traumatic experience, that means that I myself don't value myself and I'm going to continue to perpetuate that by surrounding myself with people who also act that way and feel that way. It, 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 it's really hard for someone who has a low self-esteem to stay in a low vibrating place if they're surrounded by constantly happy, positive people. It's that people who are in not so great places surround themselves with not so great people and they all kind of commiserate in that low vibrating circumstance. That's why, um, you know, we'll continue, we'll notice behavioral patterns where individuals will get back into relationships with the same boyfriend or the same girlfriend over and over and over again. And they will always question like, how do I keep getting here? Well, it's because you haven't reflected on yourself to say, why am I welcoming these partners or why am I going back to a job that completely disrespects me or doesn't value my time? Why am I always changing jobs or having conflicts with people that, you know, friends that don't appreciate my, me or respect my time. It's because we haven't done the work to say, what is the root issue here? And, it, and it's almost always related to something that happened to us at a younger age, which made us feel slighted. 
so that we don't want to work harder towards bettering ourselves. And, and to be quite honest with you, that requires a tremendous amount of effort. It's not, it's so easy to be like, I don't want to go to the gym. I want to just eat whatever makes me feel good in this moment. That's easy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, but they, like they say, life happens right outside your comfort zone. So you have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable, going to the gym, it hurts. You get that lactic acid buildup. All your muscle fibers are being torn to build new, stronger muscle fibers. And that can be very discouraging in the first couple of weeks of when you hit the gym, you know, or, you know, sometimes you just smell bacon or pizza and you're like, oh, I want to indulge in that. But you know what feels good? Not being in a food coma, we're like, oh, I have to go to bed, you know, like after Thanksgiving dinner when we're just like, I feel disgusted, (laughs) you know, it feels good to put green shakes in your body. It feels good to hydrate yourself, but you have to overcome that hump of, you know, not seeing your own self-worth and wanting to work towards more. I hope that answers your question. Yeah, absolutely. Matter of fact, the transporters right now tuning in on the episode and listening to it and 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 benefiting from the the, the w- wisdom that is that is spread here and all that stuff. Um, they're all about improving. They're all about uh, improving their lives, learning more, taking action, and um, seeking some opportunity. I eventually, I, I assume. And um, my 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 main question is: I mean, obviously, it's a profitable business, but why did you choose it? What what made you decide to go into that? What what was your main passion behind that? I I love this question. Um, my my answer is very simple. It was myself. Um, I got, I kind of fell into this because I learned that I needed to prioritize my own health and well being. Um, I've always been very in my former career. I was a hospitality professional. Food was always my greatest passion, um, and. As I got older, I realized how my body reacted to certain foods um, because, you know, when we're younger, we can eat almost anything and not react to it. And, and our metabolisms are so high um, and our digestion is, is uh, working optimally. So we, we can handle anything. And then, of course, when I went to college, I think the biggest first scare was that freshman 15 that I packed on. And I was like, oh, I can't just drink cases of beer and, and eat large pizzas with pepperoni on it and uh, at four o'clock in the morning and not gain weight. So I, I really had that first shock when I was in college. And then I also studied nutrition and um, it, it really fascinated me to see how we, our bodies really are what we eat. Every time we put something in our mouths, that becomes our hair, our skin, our nails, our bones, our organs. So, you know, do you want to be made of, of pizza or do you want to be made of, you know, a high clean protein, um, and veggies. It's really a choice on a daily basis. But, um, I, I, when I was in the hospitality industry, which is a really toxic, uh, high, strong, volatile environment that's filled with lots of partying and lots of stress. Um, I started to notice that my own mental and emotional well-being was really significantly compromised. Um, I just didn't feel fulfilled in my career at all. Um, I kept falling into the same relationships with addicts, unfortunately. Um, and I, I said, okay, you know what? I, obviously, I'm the one who's the culprit of what's going on in my life. Every single one of us is responsible for what's happening in our own immediate surrounding. And I said, I needed to... Uh, 
to, to reflect inward and take some time to myself. So once I did that, I started to improve my eating. I started to improve my fitness. Um, and I started to engage in mindful practices and people around me, because I was very well networked from being in the hospitality industry were shocked um, and really impressed with how everything in, uh, started to change within in me uh, physically, emotionally, mentally. I just got true confidence. I started to really shine. My skin was brighter. My hair was shinier. Um, I, I was in a great shape and I just was positive all the time. I was a really negative, kind of nasty person before. I was very aggressive. Um, and then I just started to really... Uh, inspire others to want to do the same thing. And then they asked me for help. And I said, well, I need to get paid for this. If everyone's asking me to, to show them what I did and I spent thousands of dollars and several years on, on, on reinventing myself, then I need to get paid. So I, I went back to school for health and wellness um, and then once, once I went down that rabbit hole, I, I wanted to learn more and more. I went to school for aromatherapy and I went to school for herbalism and, um, I was taught the emotional freedom technique and meditation. And, um, now I'm learning how uh, I'm getting certified in yoga and Reiki. I mean, there's so many modalities that, that a practitioner can use to really help individuals release these repressed belief patterns about that they have, they hold of, within themselves. I mean, how many people do you hear in a daily pieces say, I can't do that. I, I can't, believe that or change that or become that. I mean, we, we hear all the time. I can, I can, I can't. And I always say the same thing to my clients, whether you think you can, or you think you can't, you're right. Because you've already made your mind up about that. That is a limited belief mindset that we're not capable or deserving of what we want out of life. And that's just not the case. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I like that limited mindset. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people say, uh, like, ah, man, that's too much work. Oh, yeah, what should I do? <laughs> well, I mean, um, yeah, like, so, 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 um, what are you doing actually in your business? If somebody's listening on this podcast right now and says, hey, man, uh, I want to change something about my life. F- f- first of all, where, where, where are you located, actually? Yes, I'm located in Midtown, uh, New York. Yeah, we got tons of followers in New York. And, and these people, matter of fact, want to change. So what is something someone could do right now listening to this podcast when he's in a very bad spot right now and says, yeah, man, I do want to change. What, what is something that he could do to improve, uh, start improving his life, essentially? Well, the one thing that I want to say before I answer that question is that um, even though I'm based in New York, I I, I do works um, mostly virtually. I have clients all over the world. I have clients in Germany. I have clients in Seattle, Texas, Maine, um, Florida. So just because uh, I'm based out of New York does not mean I'm not accessible to anyone and everyone that's listening to this podcast. Anyone that is listening, please feel free to visit my site and drop me a line. I love hearing from people. Anyone that is listening to this podcast, I will give them a free 30-minute consultation. Um, so, but to answer your question, yes, that, that's all to all your listeners. That's my gift. That's, that's a $75 value. Um, but anyone that is interested in listening, please just shoot me an email. I will just let me know that you, that you, uh, heard me on this podcast and I will give you a free 30 minute consultations, my free promotion that I'm offering today for you and your listeners. Yeah, that sounds like a great deal. So, guys, I would recommend you guys, if I were you, to, rec- to, to write this email 
And uh, we'll put the, the links down, the email, all everything in the show notes and the description below. So it's just one swipe away to change your life forever. To answer your question, the first thing that anyone can do to get themselves back on track is there's three different things, but I'm going to prioritize. Number one is meditation. And I know that that seems like the most grueling thing for you to sit still and try not to think for a certain amount of time. But there's so many applications out there that offer guided meditations. Um, there's Headspace, there's 10% Happier, uh, there's Calm, there's Simple Habit. There's If you can just sit for five minutes and listen to someone's soothing voice, just walk you through a meditation. Or if you can just sit for five minutes in on, on the grass in nature, we do not connect with the natural elements enough. We are so busy all of the time. Just being at peace with yourself with no stimuli is very, very necessary. That's absolutely number one, first and foremost. But I also cannot emphasize enough to drink water. <laughs> We're all dehydrated, especially in these summer months. Um, we do not, and, and with all the sodium that's in our foods, just dehydrating yourself and we're, and we're consuming so much caffeine and sometimes so much alcohol that if, if you will notice such a difference in your eating habits and your mental clarity, if you can just drink a little bit of water and just go for a walk, you know, just get off. Of, if you're living in New York, get off the subway one stop early. Or if you're, if you're driving, you know, try and park further away in a parking lot. Or if you're, you're going up in a building that has an elevator, just walk up a flight of stairs more than you usually would. Those are my three tips. But number one is definitely taking five minutes to yourself sitting in peace. That will change everyone's life. Wow, that's, that's really some great advice right there. And, and, and do you really think meditation can have that much of an effect on people? Because other people might say like, yeah, yeah, who, who cares, whatever. But, but even Tony Robbins does that, and he's probably one of the most uh, successful people on the entire planet. Of course, he's definitely um, someone I idolize. I try not to idolize anyone, but he is a guru for sure. Um, and and there's, there's so much truth to that. What I really feel meditation grants us is inner peace. It, it gives us understanding. Um, so many things come up for my clients and for myself when we're sitting in that stillness. There are aspects of ourselves that we don't want to face because it makes us uncomfortable. And those are the times that we're actually being uh, presented with an opportunity for growth because that's what we're here to do on this earth. We're here to grow and expand through love, but we cannot really get the love that we yearn for if we don't provide it for ourselves. So when we're looking for love from our partners or from our friends or our family members, we're only capable of receiving what we're capable of giving. So it starts with us and you can't really do that unless you know yourself and meditation grants you that. Huh? Interesting. So I definitely think we got so much value out of this episode. So I definitely want to help you promote out your, your services so people can take advantage of that. And you're, you're a good salesperson, by the way. So you can all learn something from that. But anyway, so, so um, how does that look like with your services? How does someone get in? So what are your services exactly in your business? How, how, how can you help people? How, do, you, do you coach them or, or, or what, what, what's going on there? Yes, thank you so much for asking that question. Um, 
So in general, I offer two different kinds of programs. I often offer a three-month program and a six-month program. And uh, as I said earlier in the call, the the basis of them is is an emphasis on nutrition, fitness, and self-care practices. Now, almost always, um, unless the client requests, I meet with the individual two times a month for one hour. Um, so once every other week. And the reason for doing that is because when we first get together in the initial consultation, we'll set up three long-term goals that you're striving for. Um, and those can be, uh, hopefully they're mostly health-related, but sometimes they can be career-related or relationship-related if you're looking for love or if you're looking for solidarity and in, in, in what you want to do with your life. Um, and when we get together in the one-hour sessions, we will set three short-term goals that will contribute to the long-term success of the uh, main goals that we had already set. And those can range from anything to do with weight loss. It can do to, um, you know, improving skin regimens, um, digestive issues, uh, insomnia, anxiety, depression, um, there, those are definitely the focuses that I uh, hone in on. Um, and uh, outside of that, those, those three month and six month programs, which I'll break down the difference between the two in a moment. Um, I also do offer a list of services where if an individual wants to just check out how I do Reiki or because there are so many, when a health coach or a practitioner practices specific modalities, they all have their own specific way of doing them. So you have to make sure that you have a good connection with the practitioner before you really commit to a program with them. So when I, when I do an aromatherapy session or when I do a Reiki session, you can test out my service and see how we vibe as far as my personality is concerned, as far as my energy is concerned. And then you can say, wow, I really feel like a strong connection to you. I'm willing to commit to a program. And in the three-month program, it's kind of just an abbreviated version of the six-month program. I really try to um, advocate for the six-month program because that's that's a p- time period where the individual can actually commit and sustain in the the regimen that we have set for them. A lot of times when we do a diet or try and commit to something for a short term, we can um, kind of like a pendulum swing in one direction and then back in the other. I know that when clients do cleanses sometimes, the whole time they just can't wait to have that pizza or those chicken wings after. And I, and I said, if you're, if you're only doing this to revert back to your old behaviors, then let's not do it at all because you're completely missing the purpose. So the three-month program is really for someone who has a good handle uh, on some aspect of their life, whether it is mindfulness or whether it is their eating habits or their fitness, but they just want to brush up on learning again or um, focusing on a specific area. But the six-month program is, is an actual length of time where the client can see long-term sustainable commitments from themselves. Um, and, uh, and I will say that there will be tears sometimes. There will be moments where you might doubt yourself or think that I'm a little bit tough on you, but it's only because I know your full potential. And sometimes when we're operating from our subjective viewpoints, we can't see our full potential because again, going back to that limited belief mindset, um, we think that we're stuck in a trap in these little boxes and I know how to take you out of that space. So I, like I said, that the three month, the six month program, and then I have a list of services that I can send to you um, that you can post um, for for hourly services and treatments as well. 
So guys, that sounds all awesome. So we had some great gold nuggets here in this episode. Eh? And people always tell me all the time, man, in the past, like, wrote me, like, DM me, message me, like, hey, man, Nick, bring, talk about health. And I'm like, hey, man, I, I don't know anything about health. But now we got an official health coach, by the way, on the show. We talked about a bunch of stuff. So where can people find you? Where can people find you on social media? I know you got some good content out there. Thank you very much. I, uh, my website is my name.com, Ashley, uh, Sperber, S P E R B E R.com. You can just Google it. Uh, if you forget the web address, um, I'm also on Instagram at, uh, choose slow, uh, NYC, which is my food blog, choose slow. And I have some great recipes on there for people who are trying to live a balanced, um, lifestyle and eating habits. And then I'm also on Facebook, Uh, I have two accounts. I have my, my personal and my professional is intuitive health coach, Ashley Sperber. Now, all that said, um, Ashley, first of all, thanks for uh, um, spending some time with me on the podcast and talking about those st things. Definitely made an impact. I'm sure of that. And we will provide all the social media links to your thing uh, in the description and uh, people can have access to that. So guys, you're just one click, one swipe away for changing your life. So Ashley, what is something you would tell somebody to wrap it off uh, really quickly to uh, inspire someone to change his lives for the, for the greater good, essentially? <laughs> I want to thank you for having me on the show. And, and the, the last thought that I want everybody to leave them, uh, that I want to leave everyone with is if you are looking to gain more out of your existence. If you feel like you're lacking fulfillment or direction, take a look at the amount of love that you have for yourself and the amount of love that you feel you're surrounded by in your network. Because that amount of love, which should be unconditional and outpouring, is an indication of your success in your life because everybody measures success differently but what you, what you measure as success is determined by the amount of love that you have for yourself and the people that you're surrounded by so if you want to change that love if you want that well to never run dry then you need to take time to look at yourself and how you treat yourself and how you treat others and you you will see a significant change once you you commit towards shifting that aspect of your life.